Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are so excited to have you here with us today. Today, we're talking a lot about how to do a few things well. Big surprise, big shocker, right? I mean, we're always talking about priorities and the things that actually matter here on the podcast. And like I said last week, I think it was last week at the end Mm -hmm. of the episode, I said that, you know, we talk about a lot of the same things, but it's because we need to be reminded because we forget so often that these are the most important things that we can ever think about and ever actually do in our lives. And a lot of times we talk about this stuff and we think, especially... I at least have in my life where a preacher will get up and preach on this or somebody will have a conversation with me in day-to-day life and I'm like, yes, I need to do that. I need Mm -hmm. to be more still and quiet and kind of re-examine my life and that kind of thing. And then what do I actually end up doing, right? Do I actually end up doing that? Do I actually end up prioritizing things and getting serious about the kingdom? Nine times out of 10, probably not. Mm -hmm. And so I have a feeling that that may be where some of you guys are at who are listening. Maybe, who knows, maybe I'm the only one over here. Maybe everybody else (laughs) out there is just doing great and you are prioritizing what truly matters. And maybe we're just preaching to ourselves. And you know what? That's okay. Well, I guess we'll just... I guess we need do it that. Yeah. anyway, you know. Right, we do. Every single week we need this. So I hope that this topic and this conversation is helpful to you. I'm excited to mm-hmm. have this conversation and just see where it goes because you guys know Maddie and I do not write out a little script and have everything ready. We don't have our bullet points. We have some kind of idea where we want to go, but it's really just... Um, spirit-led, and we just talk about life here. So we're excited to have you a part of this. Just a quick reminder, you can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That is such a huge way that you guys help us out here on the podcast and support our ministry. You can also rate on Spotify. That's a new um, feature or update that they have added there, and um, there are just a lot of ways that you guys can get involved be sure to subscribe as well. I know that Mm -hmm. some people are like, well, I downloaded. So, you know, why am I not getting updated when you guys have a new episode or whatever? You got to make sure you're subscribed on whatever platform you're listening on. You can subscribe or follow um, on any platform and that's a huge help to us as well. Mm -hmm. So, Maddie, it has been a week. It has been launch week. We have had so much going on, but update us on that and what we released last Monday. Yeah, so if you listened to last week's podcast episode or you've been at all involved on our Instagram page, then you will know that, like Lily said, this week was launch week for something very special because we are celebrating 7,000 downloads on Mm -hmm. our podcast, a milestone that we were very, very excited to hit. And we just wanted to give back to all of you who have helped us and who have downloaded our podcast episodes. So we created a Christian resources page, which you can access through our blog. Our blog is linked in the description of every podcast episode. So you can either go to the description and click that link, or you can look up the few.blog uh, wherever you search stuff. 
So we're very excited for you guys to be able to access that. We have it as a PDF file so you can download it and then you can print it, you can share it. If you do want to send it to some other people, we recommend just sending them to our blog through the resources page. Just send mm-hmm. them a link of that and they'll be able to access it and then print it themselves. We're very excited for you guys to take a look at that and to get to use it, whether you're a new Christian, you've been a Christian for a while, it doesn't matter. We have some very, very interesting things on there like books and podcasts, music, accountability resources, different things like that that we want you guys to take advantage of and be using. And we hope that it encourages you in your faith because we know lots of these books and movies, podcasts, all the different things that we recommended to you guys have definitely encouraged us. And they are solid stuff with solid teaching. So we're excited for you guys to listen to those, read those, watch those, all the different things that you can do with Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, and it is totally free, so you don't have to pay anything to get that. It is free to anybody who wants to download and print it and to finally be able to use it and go Mm -hmm. back to it and just be an encouragement in your spiritual walk with the Lord. Okay, Maddie, so let's get into this topic. I'm really excited to think through this a little bit together today because I think that it is important to mention before we even get into this whole conversation that anyone can work hard for the Lord, but it's also important that we work well for the Lord. And I think that we get that mixed up in our minds sometimes because we think that just the more stuff we do, the more he is glorified. And we've seen that a lot in different ministries and stuff. Well, if we have the larger amount of followers or if we have this many people show up to our church on Sunday morning or whatever, then that means that you're glorifying the Lord. And that means that you're Mm -hmm. pleasing him and in doing what he's called you to do. And not necessarily. There are a lot of ministries and organizations that are not preaching the gospel, but they have a large attendance or they have a lot of people who are buying into what they're saying. And so it's important that we really make sure that we are preaching the gospel with our lives and really making sure that everything points back to him Mm -hmm. and not just to us. Just because you're doing a lot of stuff doesn't mean that you're honoring the Lord with your life, doesn't mean that you're pleasing him. And so it's important to look at those things and you really have to step back and do some hard work. I think that that definitely needs to be said too, because nobody just ends up living an intentional life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nobody just ends up glorifying the Lord just because it takes intentionality. It takes the hard work of stepping back, maybe even for a few weeks and sometimes even a few months and looking at your life. And this happens often, I would Mm -hmm. say for us, like we have to purposefully step back from our lives and look at the choices that we're making, the decisions that we're making, the things that we're saying yes to, the things that we've said no to, and say, okay, Lord, what do you have for us? Like, step back and ask the Lord what he has for you. Don't mm-hmm. just automatically assume like, okay, that, yeah, I'll do that. That's fine. And and not involve him with your decisions. I think it is one of the most crucial things that we involve the Lord in the choices that we make because we do have free will. Just because you say yes to a bunch of things doesn't mean that he's just going to show up and be in all of it, especially if you haven't purposefully included him. And so it's a dangerous place to be when we're not asking the Lord what he has for us Mm -hmm. and we just do our own thing because you're really just self-sourcing at that point. You're, You're saying, I got this, Lord. 
thanks, but no thanks. I'm strong enough to handle this. I'm strong enough to know what is going to please you and what's not, and I can make my own decisions. You know, I'm an adult here. I can do this, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? I hate to break it to y'all, but even adults need to ask the Lord (laughs) what he has for them, because even though we can make our own decisions, we shouldn't, because we know the state of our hearts, we know the state of our minds, and we're naturally inclined to do what is not honoring to the Lord. And so as Christians, once we've been saved, once we have the Holy Spirit in us, you start to be quite convicted about those things, and Mm -hmm. you look at things and go, okay, that's probably not what the Lord wants me to do. Lord, what do you want me to do? What are you leading me to? And that's really important that we ask him and involve him in those things. Well, and our society has just conditioned us so much Mm -hmm. to be so busy with everything. You know, like right now in this season of our lives, lots of our friends are going to be seniors in high school this year. Lily Mm -hmm. just graduated high school. I'm going into my junior year. And so we're all kind of, first, we're all extremely stressed (laughs) about like college and, you know, all those different things that we're going to have to, adulting, Mm -hmm. all the different things we're going to have to do this. Changes. Yeah. But a common theme that I've really noticed on social media and our friend groups is just like, if it is your senior year in high school, it's like, okay, well, we need to do everything Mm -hmm. this year and we really need to experience everything. Like one of our friends said that uh, she's having a lot more girls sign up to be on the same sports teams as her because, you know, they just want to do this for their senior year. So they may not have played basketball for their entire Mm -hmm. time in high school, but it's their senior year and they like basketball pretty well. So we might as well just play it because it's our senior year. And, you know, that's like the only, that's the excuse we give. It's Mm -hmm. our senior year. So we have to do everything. And that is something that the world has really used very powerfully to get us to do all the things. And all we have to say is, oh, it's my senior year in high school. And that immediately justifies it. It's just like, well, my last year in high school, I'm not going to be in high school ever again. And I'm not saying that high school is like a special time in your life. And mm-hmm. some of you probably are not relating to this at all right now, but like yeah, you're right now, like, I definitely feel yeah, that way. Well, some of you may be like that, yeah. but you know, right now we're all thinking like, oh my goodness, you know, we looked forward to the day that we would start our senior year in mm-hmm. high school, or we looked forward to the day we would start our freshman year in high school. And this is like what our whole lives seem to be leading up to was high school you know, high school musical and all these different things that we watched. And we aspired to be these really cool people who did all the things in their schools and, you know, different things like that. Well, I think that if it is your senior year in high school or, you know, you're starting a new job, you're getting ready to finish a job, you're getting ready to retire. It doesn't matter what stage of life you're in. We really, like Lily said, we need to be involving the Lord in the decisions we make regarding the different things that we're going to devote our time to Mm because our time is precious. Like it is very precious and we don't have an endless supply of it. This has been kind of a common theme on our blog lately. Like mm-hmm. when I write blog posts, it's always about like death and running out of time. For She's things. really encouraging. Yeah. But I've just been talking about how yeah. like we don't have all this time to just waste. And it's been something that like even as I am in high school, it's kind of like, oh my goodness, like I only have two more years of high school. Mm-hmm. What do I really want to do 
while I'm in high school to make these years worthwhile. And if I'm being honest, that is not playing basketball and doing all the extracurriculars that I possibly can do, which it's a little different for us because we're homeschooled. So, you know, we don't have to do all these different sports and stuff. But looking at our friends and lots of the people on social media who are in high school getting ready to kind of finish out this season of their life, it's all about the worldly stuff. And it's not like, okay, I want to use my last two years in high school Mm -hmm. to see my fellow peers who I'm not going to have much more time with really come to know Jesus or really see an incredible example through my life of what it looks like to know Jesus, what it looks like to serve him in Mm -hmm. like everything you do, including schoolwork, including the extracurriculars, including the job that I'm going to go on to do, including the college that I'm picking, including the major that I've chosen that I want to, you know, use to get a job later in life. I want my high school years to reflect Jesus. I don't want them, I don't want to earn all the trophies. I don't want to go to state and, you know, compete in all these sports or do all these extracurriculars that I'm never going to be remembered for. I want to be remembered as the girl in high school who was like, okay, here's, here's Jesus. You need to follow him and not in a pushy way, not in a freaky way, but just in a way of like, I want my whole entire life to glorify him and to reflect Mm -hmm. him. And so I think that when we truly do start to live like that and we truly start to prioritize Jesus in everything that we do. And like Lily said, that takes hard work. Yeah. It's difficult to really live out scripture and live out Jesus' example in our lives because we just naturally gravitate towards pleasing ourselves and doing what we want to do. Just because of our sinful nature, that's just naturally what we do. And I think that if we really took a step back and we put in the work it takes to include Jesus in every single area of our lives, I think that those last couple years that you have in high school would be so much more fun Mm -hmm. and so much more beneficial and so much more fulfilling than anything we could do. It's going to be so much more fulfilling than your last basketball season or your last cheer season or all these different things that we're doing that we think are important. And I'm not saying that like Jesus could totally use your time on that basketball team to help your fellow Mm -hmm. players to follow him better and to have a good example of what it looks like to be a Christian. Right. But that does take hard work to include him in that and to Mm -hmm. make sure like, okay, if I am going to be on this basketball team, if I am going to be on this cheer team, I'm actually going to make sure that I'm being intentional and these people are going to know what it looks like to follow Jesus with everything that you have. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a great example. Like the basketball team, let's just keep going with that. Is it just because you want to play basketball or is it because God wants you there? Like there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of us think, well, I'm going to sign up for this because I want to do it. But Lord, you need to use it too. Yeah. And we tell him that. And I am just not a fan. Let me just tell you, I am not a fan of that kind of thinking. Okay. Mm -hmm. That thought process that, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what you don't want me to do, but please bless it. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this so many times before. And I, I'm i seeing this kind of start to become a trend oh, in yeah. American mm-hmm. Christianity. And I don't know what it is that is so attractive to us about thinking that we can tell the Lord what we're going to do. but or that, that he's he, just naturally going to bless it. step into whatever <laughs> right. we want to do. Yeah. It's just so confusing to me. Mm-hmm. That was a little tangent there. Okay. Let me Side get to my note. next point. Side note. But I think it's interesting to just watch people do that because it's like, no, if that's not where he wants you, then why would he bless it? Like, let's just ask that some question. What makes you think he's going to bless it? Mm -hmm. If that's not where he wants you. But so many of us, I think it really boils down to us not knowing what work is valuable. 
We have no clue. And I think that that is because we haven't read scripture. We're not meditating on it. And so we, we don't know what the Lord says. And for so many people, I just see this and they have no clue. And it's really heartbreaking to watch them have no clue (laughs) and to go through life just thinking like, okay, well, I hope that's what God wants me to do. I hope that's what he, you know, wanted me to say. I don't know, but I'm just hoping and hoping. And guys, we can know. We can know what work is valuable. Mm -hmm. We don't have to hope. We don't have to, you know, like just wing it every single day of our lives. We have an instruction manual Mm -hmm. and we have this book that tells us everything we need to know Mm -hmm. about life and what God expects from us. He has expectations. And so many of us just make up our own expectations or our own thoughts about what God wants. And a lot of those are just based on our own preferences instead of the actual word of God. Mm -hmm. And so we need to get back to that. And that just comes from, guess what? Having time to be in the word. And because we have so much stuff, and I've said this a million times too, you cannot do a million things well. Mm -hmm. You just can't. There is no possible way that everybody can be at everything at every single time, right? Mm -hmm. You just can't. There's no possible way. But we can do a few things well. And that is the good news about the gospel. That's the good news about what Christ has done for us and the simplicity of the Christian life. Yeah. Because suddenly it's like you just get freed from all of this guilt that the world pushes on us and and tells us, oh, you should feel bad for not doing that. You should feel bad for not playing all the sports your senior year. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're feeling... Yeah the shame and this, I don't even know what, of like, oh, I'm missing out if I don't do it. Mm -hmm. No, guess what you're missing out on? If you do something that God doesn't want you to do. If you do something that God doesn't want you to do, you're missing out on the true blessing of being where he wants you to be. Mm -hmm. And that is a more serious thing, or it should be a more serious thing to us than, oh, I missed out on a sports season. If that's really where we're at in our spiritual walk of that's more important than where God was leading me and what he wanted me to be doing and the people he wanted me to witness to and be around, then there's a serious problem. And sadly, that's where many, many people are at Mm -hmm. in our world today. But the good news is that there are a few who recognize this. We recognize this. And I know we're not the only ones because our Bible study girls recognize this. We've had so many talks with them about this. I mean, almost every single week, Maddie, don't we end up talking about this somehow? It just just comes out. out. (laughs) (laughs) And it has been so rewarding Mm -hmm. to watch other people around us get it to. Like, okay, we're all coming to this realization once we've read the gospel, once we understand it for ourselves and we have this personal relationship with the Lord and the Holy Spirit within us convicting us about different things. It's just amazing to watch other people read scripture and realize that too. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have to do everything. It's not a be-all, end-all kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that is amazing to watch someone get. It's just so rewarding when other people are getting that too. But I think we need to focus on that. I think we need to focus on what work is valuable. And um, you had some scripture, but I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm gonna read this one real quick. It's Proverbs 31, 18. And I know Proverbs 31, everybody blows this up. Yeah. But this verse is really good about knowing what work is valuable. It says, she perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. So she knows what work matters and she's doing it. 
it's not that she knows and it's like, oh, well, that's really hard. So I'm going to go do the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's easier. She knows what work is profitable and she does it. She makes sure her lamp is always lit. And that's just a really simple but profound verse. Because if we would actually look at that and imitate what this Proverbs 31 woman is doing mm-hmm. and what the Lord is trying to show us through her story and using her as an example here, then we would actually do what matters because we know that that is what matters. We're not guessing. We're not doubting the Lord and being like, well, I don't know. I think this might be about the same and I can choose and all that stuff. We know what work is valuable and that changes your priorities. It changes your choices. And instead of it being completely worldly and you're kind of warped by this thinking and this guilt and the shame of, well, if I don't do this, I'm missing out. Mm -hmm. You instead have this total lifestyle change. And it's like, no, no, what I don't want to miss out on is what the Lord has for me. And so I'm going to make sure that I involve him and that he is at the center of all that I do. Yeah. And Luke 14, 28 says, for which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it. This is kind of a parable that Jesus used where the tower represents our time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's going to take a lot of effort to build this tower. It's going to take a lot of effort to commit our time to things that matter. And how many of us just skip the part Mm -hmm. where, you know, we sit down and count how much it will cost. I mean, I have just, I mean, I've done this in my life. I've seen so many other people do this in their lives where we just, okay, well, if it's easy for me to do this, Mm -hmm. if it somehow becomes easy, if something works out, where it wouldn't be completely impossible for me to do this, then that's the Lord. Yep. The Lord's blessing me (laughs) and he's going to let me do this. And no, that's not necessarily the correct way of thinking because we have free will, like Mm -hmm. Lily mentioned earlier. And we, we ultimately make the decision of what happens in our lives. We choose to let the Lord in or completely shut him out. And we choose to either reap the rewards of following Mm -hmm. in his ways or we choose to also reap the consequences of you know doing that extracurricular that really did not allow you to show people what jesus looks like because you're so focused on being a good basketball player Mm -hmm. that you forgot to be a good christian in the process Mm -hmm. and i mean i like how you said that how you know we often ask ourselves you know, well, what am I going to be missing out on if I don't do this? Right. When really we should be asking ourselves, what are we missing out on if we do commit to this? I think that that's a very powerful way to look at our lives Mm -hmm. because the Lord can work in situations where we've messed up. But half the time that works through us reaping the consequences and we realize like, oops, I really should have listened to what the Lord was telling me on this one. Right. But I think that he uses things in such a powerful way when we choose to include him in the process of Mm -hmm. making decisions and in choosing to do certain things. So the moral of this story is that you can't do a million things well. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. We are not created to do that. That is beyond the human capacity. You can't do tons of things well in a Mm -hmm. good way where you are going to be proud of yourself 50 years from now and you're going to look back and you're going to be like, okay, I did that really well. Like I raised my kids really well because I chose to be present in Mm -hmm. their lives. I did really well in school because I chose to put Jesus first and then allow him to help me in school and allowed him to help me in my studies and in what I committed my time to. Because I think that that's what we're going to look back on that when we're 80 years old and we're going to say, okay, 
I wasted so much time mm-hmm. my senior year because I did all this crap that I didn't need to do because I thought that that's what I should be prioritizing. But we're also going to look back when we're 80 and we're going to be like, man, I wish I would have stepped into this other thing that I felt like the Lord was calling me to. So we just want to encourage you in that. I know I listen to things like this and feel like a failure afterwards, but I think that sometimes that's a little bit of healthy conviction Mm -hmm. and it helps you to kind of re-examine what's happening in your life. But also, I love that the Lord does use that conviction Mm -hmm. to show you, like, let's start now. Let's start now. Let's not go another day just self-sourcing, like I talked about earlier. You know, like, don't go another day thinking that you can do it and that you have it all under control. And a lot of times, our dad was actually talking about this. He was talking about how we self-source and when we don't have this crisis moment in our lives, we don't change. Like, if you don't have a time where you are like, I cannot do this anymore, mm-hmm. I can't keep functioning how I'm functioning right now in this moment, that's what changes you. And that's what draws you to repentance. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need in our spiritual walk. We need that crisis moment where we, and we all have to come to that moment yeah. where in our lives we say, I'm done doing it on my own. I'm done trying to figure it out. I'm done trying to make the decisions on my own. I'm done trying to do a million things and just mm-hmm. survive. I mean, how many times do we see people on yeah. Facebook get on and post like, First of all, if you're just trying to survive, why are you posting on Facebook about trying to survive? But that's another story for another time. <laughs> One of Lily's pet peeves. Pet peeves. Okay. We'll get to anyway, that later. We'll get to that sometime. Maybe in a minisode. But we post on Facebook and we're like, oh my goodness, I'm just trying to survive this day. I'm just trying to get mm-hmm. through this week. After all this, I mean, how many times do we go through a week and we have so much stuff and we think after this week... Has anybody ever? Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll actually get some peace and quiet around here. Nope. And that never happens, does Mm -mm. it? No. The next week is usually even crazier than the last week. And I think that when you come to this moment, this crisis moment where you go, okay, I'm just done. This is not working and I'm not doing what matters. That's when you change. But if we're all comfortable with where we're at right now, then nothing's going to change. So I would just encourage you and challenge you with the fact that you need a crisis moment. You need this moment where you desperately want to change and you actually act upon that moment and you don't just say, okay, maybe tomorrow I'll get Mm -hmm. my life together. Let Jesus override your personal strength, right? Mm -hmm. Where you think I can just do this on my own because ultimately we all know, I think, that we can't. We just ignore that. We ignore that fact. But it is a fact nonetheless, and we need to we need to take note of it, and we need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage you, like, if you feel like you are in that crisis moment right yeah. now, here's the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you're going to feel this crisis forever, but you should really take advantage of this crisis because it could be the best thing that ever happened to you. Yeah. So we're going to wrap this episode up in prayer, so please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode, and I thank you that we can feel a healthy dose of conviction sometimes about the way that we're spending our time and the way that we are ultimately spending our lives, and I pray that you would help each and every one of us to just examine the way that we are living, the way that we are serving you. I pray that you would just help us to include you in the decisions that we're making, in the way that we are spending our time, that you would just give us wisdom in the things that we should be committing to and the things that we should be devoting our lives to. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, one last quick point. Get to work, 
don't let it get to you. That is one of the most amazing pieces of advice that I think I've ever been given. Get to work, don't let it get to you. And let me rephrase that a little bit too. Get to work on your priorities, on examining what you're doing right now and what the Lord says you should be doing in scripture. Examine those things and then get to work on them. Actually change, actually have this moment where you say, all right, you know, I'm going to do what ultimately matters for eternity and not just what I think matters for today or tomorrow Mm -hmm. or this week. And I think that if we get to work with that, then it won't get to us. We won't be taken advantage of from a worldly perspective. The world is not going to have its chance of trying to get us to be distracted, of trying to get us to focus on the things that the Lord never wanted us to be focused on. So just a little challenge there for you this week. Be sure to follow the blog. We're doing a lot of different updates and blog posts over there on Thursdays that you want to be a part of and read there. Mm -hmm. And anything else that I'm missing before we go? Don't think so. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of the show. And we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 